0: Asau kitnie Komo on a gidita beose. He's a congenie boy. He's a congenie boy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hastomo he's going to the combini. He's talking to his old old friend. He's a congenie boy. He's a congenie boy. He's a con He's a con He's a con He's a congenie boy. Pump 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 pump. He's a congeni. He's a con He's a con He's a congenie boy. We're talking combini, and I think as you know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Amazing amount of stuff, tons
1: of action going on in the convening world, and um, not not enough time to get through it. But we're going we're gonna to do our best.
0: Yep. All right. So um, we got the timer loaded up. Going to throw a five on here. All right. Perfect. Okay. So to starting off, updates on the Chicky Wars. So standing item. Yeah, there's um there's not much going on in the Chicky Wars this this week. So I thought maybe we could take a second just to kind of let the listeners know what we're talking about when we talk about Chicky and the combini. Good to have some background. Yeah. So what what would you what is the when we talk about chicken from the convenience store, like what what sort of thing are we talking about? We're talking about fried chicken
1: in the hot box by the register.
0: Mm-hmm. That's boneless right
1: about. boneless thank you for that important piece of detail yes, yes boneless fried chicken hanging out in the hot box by the register at the conbini that's what we're talking about
0: yeah and um if you you've never been to a conbini um you've never been to a japanese convenience store you're probably thinking like what like yeah that doesn't sound that great i've gotten. I've been to 7-Eleven. I've been to the convenience store. I've seen these taquitos kind of rolling around mm. on, this, uh, on this grill. Mm. I don't know if I want some fried chicken from a convenience store.
1: You know, you walk into a typical convenience store here in the U.S. and you got you have those taquitos, you got uh, those hot dogs that have been rolling around. They're mm. doing marathons on those things, you know, <laughs> just never coming off. And uh, you think, man, you're looking at that hot box going, who the hell would actually reach inside that hot box. But it's a totally different experience and one that can't be missed. A lot of people, they go to Japan, they want to eat at g They want to eat Kaiseki. Mm-hmm. What they're mm-hmm. not thinking is, I got to get some damn good fried chicken out of the hot box at the convenience, And that's
0: exactly what they should be thinking. That's exactly right. Yeah. So... It's really, I mean, it's, let's be honest, there's many, you know, we have a lot of things that have uh, sort of strengthened our friendship over the years, but I don't think there's anything like the combini chicken. And I'm talking, when, when I say chicken, I'm talking chicky. And so I'll give you a little history of like how this all came about. It was about 10 years ago. Um, and I remember because my now wife, it was the second date we ever had, Lawson Introduced a new item called I, the L Chicky. I didn't know this. Yeah. Wow. The L Chicky. So the L Chicky was the, the first boneless fried chicken. And that's from Lawson. We got like three of them and we, we ate them. And it was it was pretty fun. Second date. Um, second date. Mm. L Chicky party. Yeah. So after that came Family Mart, and they came out with the Family Chicky. Mm. Needless to say, both of us. Love some goddamn fammy <laughs> chicky. It is as good as it gets.
1: It really is one of the best things you can eat anywhere.
0: Yeah. I, uh... And then after that, rounding it off, recently, and only the past couple of years, I guess it's been, 7-Eleven came out with their version of the chicky, and that is the Nana Chicky the Nana
1: chiki, Nana means seven in Japanese, really strong player. Um, you know, we did a taste test. We did the loop hitting the Nana chiki, the Fummy and the L Chiki. And uh, yeah, we were both super impressed by that Nana Chiki. You know, that mm. thing sprays like a fire hose. You bite into that thing and just, boom, hit with a flood
0: of awesome fried chicken. Right. Spectacular. That's a, th- that's a thing that I don't think that it's hard to really describe is just how much juice these these chickens contain it's unbelievable and that's that's what it's so hard to describe i just wish that everyone could come to japan of course not right now you're not going to be able to be come here for a while but come to japan you know eat the sushi eat all the you know yakiniku or whatever but get in the kombini look in that hot box and find that chicky and I'm talking right now I think with both of us we agree that it would be the family chickie would be the one to go for. Start with and the family chicky. yeah, definitely. And take a bite and you will be blown away. This thing has more juice than a dr- than anything I've ever you had. You could in my stick
1: life. a straw in this thing and just sip. There's so much damn juice in these chickens. It's out of control. Japanese engineering, people know Sony, people know Toyota, Mazda, you know, all the big players. Nobody's talking about whatever engineering they're doing, going into these fried chickens, but it's absolutely outstanding.
0: Yep, yep. All right. Well, that was a perfect five minutes there. Okay, so moving right along. So heading into the world of Kambini news, uh, Matt, do you have any – any news over there? I do. Um, a lot of news coming off the wire uh, <laughs> this
1: morning here. Um, first thing, uh, from the Japan Times, unmanned convenience store at New Tokyo Station boasts AI to thwart thieves. And um, just to mm. read a quick passage here. The sure. AI has been trained to recognize customer behavior Including how items are carried, and it almost fully prevents shoplifting by accurately recognizing when merchandise is taken from the shelves, according to developer Touch to Go Co. Um, mm. I was struck by that, I gotta say, Mike. And um, yeah, my first reaction to it is uh, best way to prevent shoplifting is to have a one hundred percent Japanese customer base, and um, they do these people don't commit crime. What is, why all the time and energy, you
0: know? I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, what, this is an interesting uh, use of time. Um, you, you think that uh, I I'd like, I mean, I wonder what, what sort of, um, anybody you know, what sort of shop- losses are there? I know who's
1: shoplifting rice balls. I mean, is anybody really stuffing in a, tuna mayo
0: onigiri in their pocket. It's a hundred yen coming out of there. Yeah. And I, well, and I also wonder about the use of AI here, you know, um, does it really need to be AI? I mean, couldn't they just use a, like a, you know, one of those things where if you take the item out of the store, it, you know, a bell goes off and, hey, stop stealing it.
1: Shame. I mean, nothing stops a Japanese person quite like shame. uh, That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's an incredible tool. Also, they're saying they need 50 cameras for for a 60 square meter store. Jesus. Um, Some big brother action there. And um, yeah, I I, I just don't get it. Uh, Especially for the customers that are browsing the cartoon porn. I don't know if uh, 50 or so cameras staring at them. Although... I guess uh, maybe it's not such a big problem considering the gentlemen don't have uh, any hesitancy to pop those open on the Yamanote line.
0: That's true. There's there's a special there's a special you know slice of Japanese culture that knows no shame, and that is what they call the Ojisan, aka forty years old to sixty five year old man. I guess um, hmm. not no shame whatsoever. Okay, all right. So, so that's AI
1: um, at the conveni. We'll see where it goes.
0: Yep. All right. And um, okay, here's one that I, that I saw. I wanted to get your take on it. It's something you know, uh, involving both the States and Japan. Japan 7 and I, 7 and I is the holding company for uh, 7-Eleven. Hmm. Japan 7 and I drops plan to buy U.S. convenience store chain. So, Seven and I Holdings has dropped its plan to acquire U.S. convenience store chain Speedway, LLC, informed sources said. Hmm. The price for the acquisition, said to be around 2.5 trillion yen, which would be about $25 billion, was too high, as Seven and I official said Thursday. So, I, I got to be honest, you know, um, I'm excited to hear this. I, I didn't know that Japan, you know, 7-Eleven was making moves in the States like that. But uh, what do you know about Speedway? What um? Well, we actually have
1: yeah, we have speedways in Cambridge, uh, Massachusetts. That is, and um, okay. I do have some history with Speedway. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I needed to get uh, air in a tire because uh, I picked up a Zipcar that had a punctured tire, and mm. uh, needed to pump it up on the way home. And didn't uh, have any coins on me, and the guy at the Speedway. Gave me some coins right out of the register. He just said, hey, swing by when you can and pay me back.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, totally amazing guy. And, um, you know, frankly speaking, quite frankly, I'm happy this uh, this acquisition didn't go through. Not because I think 7-Eleven is a ruthless organization. Although, as we talked about last week, they, they certainly can be unplugging mm. Mr. Yes. Uh, Yamashita from his uh, terminal because he that's a good to point. stay open 24 hours a day.
0: That's but, right. Uh, that guy is a hero. A hero. Let's just say still it a once hero. Again for, <laughs> still a still a hero. Still Check a hero. him
1: out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But yeah, no. I I I'm a big speedway guy and uh, want speedway to stay speedway. So that's all I have to say about that.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, something in this article that uh, kind of caught my eye though is they said the 2.5 trillion aka 25 billion dollar price tag is equivalent to nearly half of the chain's annual sales in Japan. Japan, so you're telling me 7-Eleven only sells $50 billion worth of uh, goods each year? I was thinking more like in the, the the trillion dollar range. I don't know. I don't have a good sense of like what's a, a big industry. But as for me, you know, I spend probably $100 a, a week at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> So I'm trying to think, you know, you times that by 120 million people. I don't know. What, what's your thought on that?
1: I got to say, I'm a little surprised by that revenue figure as well. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, I think um, we might be approaching it from the point of view of, a you know, we're fairly rabid customers, particularly when it comes to 7-Eleven mm-hmm. and Family Mart for that matter. And I guess Lawson's as well. But sure. um, yeah, I mean, when I'm in Japan... Uh, which is about once or twice a year. I'm hitting the convenience at least twice a day. At least twice yeah. a
0: day. at least at least
1: yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely in the morning, getting breakfast, canned coffee, steamed bread. Probably what going would you back say? Your uh,
0: evening for some. What's the most times you think you've ever gone to a convenience one day? Probably, probably six, I'd say. I don't know. It could be low. I don't know. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, when you factor in everything that you can do it, it okay. All right. So, um, all right. So I think that wraps that up. Any other words on the, uh, purchase of the,
1: no, no, I think, I think, uh, I think that's, that's good for, for Speedway. Like I said, happy Speedway is staying Speedway.
0: Okay. All right. All right. So next I was thinking that, Hold on, I've got to get this timer going again. God damn. All right. So I've been saving a little treat here I wanted to get your opinion on. So this is, uh, I walked into Lawson's the other day around lunch, and I noticed, boom, front of the store, big advertisement, new line of item. And here we go. I'm going to show you. I'm going to try and get, your, uh, get your, I, your view here real quick okay. here. So this is a new item at Lawson, so I'll give you the title. <laughs> Soto saku <laughs> naka goro gubo hatsubai. Oh, uh,
1: I got a I got a peek of it. It was uh, frightening. What?
0: There oh. she <laughs> is, the gubo. So, so goo, goo is
1: goo is a good word for whatever is yeah. coming out of that thing. Oh my! So,
0: so goo in, you know, in Japanese means like ingredient. Um, and it also means like sort of like a hearty ingredient. It'd be like the equivalent of like a chunky tomato soup or something like that. Like goo means kind of, you got this volumey, you know, ingredients. And bow is stick. So this is basically a chunky ingredient stick is what we're looking at here. A goo bow. It looks like
1: cat food poured into a taquito shell. That's what that looks like. That is
0: truly, all right, the zooming in is frightening. All right, I'm going to walk you through here. We've got number one. This is, is a that? mentai
1: cheese oh, aji. My God, that is my worst nightmare. I am not a mentaiko guy. That looks disgusting.
0: Yeah, mentaiko is, uh, what is it? Is it cod row? No, I don't think it is. I think it's, um, it's... Yeah, I don't know what fish it comes from. I think it's uh cod roe, maybe or pollock. Pollock. Pollock roe. Sure. Anyways, um yeah, so that's ing- that's number one. We got the mentai, pollock roe and cheese flavored. Mm. We got the wow. bacon potato. I mean that's a classic. To a classic be combination. And then we got the Mexican chorizo. <laughs> So, uh, so, so, yeah, so I, I'll i be honest, I only ate one of them. Oh, I, uh,
1: hold on, let me guess which one here. If I had okay. to guess, I'd go with the, uh, I, th- your, uh, I think, you're, I think you ate the Mentaiko cheese.
0: No, uh, no,
1: no, no. You're the Mentaiko
0: uh, guy. I like Mentaiko, but I don't like it in this sort of... Um, in a gubo, you know? In a gubo. I like, I like my mentaiko on rice. Um But uh, no, I went for the Mexican chorizo. Ooh. And I got to say, like, from the look at it, it is pretty, it looks pretty rough. But this one, it was not bad.
1: And so is the shell crispy? The shell, is it soft or crispy?
0: It's crispy. It's saku. Mm.
1: Oh, right? saku, right. Not cutty. it's sacu. saku.
0: Saku, yeah. So sacu. it's... So I'd, I'd call you know, it's similar. It's basically in the same, you know, line of, uh, of items as Hot Pockets. You know, it's a mm, Hot Pocket.
1: It's a Hot Pocket in roll it's form. Oh, and I see the advert there. So they're saying outside is Saku. The inside is Goro. Goro.
0: I don't even know what that means. I think it means like Goro, like, uh, I think, again, <laughs> like chunky, chunky sort of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Google. So you Man. can see there. We'll post this on Twitter. So, yeah. uh, people, Whoa, it's huge.
0: No, no, it's not. This is a very false, big, foul false advertising here. So,
1: Oh, because, okay. What, what Mike just showed was it looked like a woman's hand holding the goobo. Yeah. And like- it was, it filled. Oh my God. It looks like a, looks
0: like a club yeah this person must have the smallest hands of all time. <laughs> this thing is no way is it that big Man. so yeah, uh so uh yeah, my feeling was, hey, it's not bad it's gonna it's not gonna be any sort of family chicky or you know any of the standard lines, but you know something new is always. Always a good time. Oh,
1: absolutely! I would totally, you know, I, I express sort of a f- f- frightening reaction to this. Don't get me wrong; I would absolutely buy <laughs> the bacon potato and the me- the me- Mexican chorizo flavor. I would skip the mentaiko. I, I yeah,
0: yeah, the mentaiko. Sorry about that. I zoomed a little bit too hard there. That that is just not. Okay. That is not zooming, zooming
1: in again. Oof, oof, wow! Yeah, it looks like a blister. My All god. Right. <laughs>
0: Looks like All, a right, victim. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it looks like time's up on that one, so let's see, anything else we got? Um, anything else in the cooker here?
1: For new items, no, I think, uh, well actually no, we have a couple of new items here. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually two very exciting items, and um, I guess first uh, digging into something that long time coming, Japan, a little bit behind the times here, but uh, Family Mart is mm-hmm. diving into the vegan space. Mm. Um, headline here: Vegan hamburger, steak, rice bowls added to over nineteen hundred convenience stores in Tokyo. That is wow. astounding. That that is just mm.
0: Tokyo. Nineteen hundred. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, and who knows Family that Mart. that might one that might accident. even only be. That might only be like uh, like one town's worth of <laughs> convenience stores. Yeah, that's like that's like uh,
1: <laughs> that's around one train station. So um, <laughs> they have a soy patty burger bowl. That's what they're calling it, and um, they say it's prepared mm. in a way that Family Mart promises it will recreate not only the flavor but the aroma, texture, and juiciness of a traditional hamburger steak. And I'll tell you what. Um, wow, wow! If there's anybody to have confidence in when it comes to juiciness, mm-hmm. this Family Mark. Back to that family Chicky there. I mm. mean, that thing just sprays you as soon as you bite into one of those things. So <laughs> if if when they talk juiciness, they really mean it. And actually, I'm looking at this plate of food right now. You got the you got the uh, the veggie burger. You got uh, some kabocha pumpkin, some red peppers other vegetables, mm-hmm. and then the demi-glaze sauce, which I guess also mm-hmm. had to be re-engineered uh, to right. be made right. from uh, some sort of roasted vegetables, tomato, mushrooms, carrots, other vegetables. Um, but, no, it looks like an outstanding entry, and only uh, 462 yen, I think, is the price tag on that. So very exciting.
0: Wow. And, yeah, I'm looking here. It says the Veggie Burg Don is the first <laughs> family mart... <laughs> The uh, Veggie Berg Don is the first Family Mart item to be awarded a seal of recommendation from the Japan Vegetarian Society. Wow! Stamp of right. approval. Stamp of approval. My so, wife
1: is vegan, so this is uh, very exciting for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Like, and and your wife also, you know, has a strong ties to Japan, so she's got to be, she's got to be pretty excited about this news, right? Well, also a konbini lover.
1: Um, you oh, know, yeah. she she knows her way around a konbini. I, and I um, I'll tell you what, it, it's not been easy switching mm. to vegan life Sure. in the conveni world when we go to visit. So, um, no, extremely mm-hmm. exciting news. Um, yeah, looking forward to see what more Family Mart. And I think there's pressure on Lawson's and, and subsequently Seven Eleven 11 to unveil new vegan items.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, um, you know, it sounds like it's only in Tokyo for now. So I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to try it here soon. But I'll, as soon as I can, I'll try to get a, get a bite. Let you. Know, you. I think. Yeah, yeah. Get All you rooted right. to the ground. Oh, yeah. All right. So, okay, shall we head on to the main event? What are we what's going on here? We've got we've got one more really, really big story in the holster here. What uh what are we looking at here?
1: Well, uh honestly, I wish I knew more about this. This is the first I'm hearing about this, but um there is a cheese tart company called Pablo, which is really, I guess, blown up in Japan. It's called Pablo Cheese Tart. Mm-hmm. Of course, a very literal name where you can order your cheese tart either medium or rare. Ooh. Now, if that's not the smartest thing that's ever done, that's ever been done by anybody, (laughs) I don't know what it is. Anyway, what we're talking about here is they've made um, these cheese tarts sold in these bakeries have become so popular that Lawson's, I guess, has uh, created a license agreement or something okay. with them to uh, make their cheese tart in in drink form. You can now drink a Pablo cheese tart from a Lawson's. Um, wow. Outstanding.
0: That's an interesting take. To uh, So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the headline here, and if you don't mind. um Can I give a swing at it? The headline is in, uh, and this is coming from Toby M. of Grape Japan in Japan today. Enjoy the flavor of tasty Pablo cheese tarts in a drink. In a drink. Mm. In a drink. And he goes on to
1: ask, I think the two questions everybody's asking, which is what mm -hmm. is a Pablo cheese tart and why should I drink it? And my answer to the first question is I don't know. And the second one is because. <laughs> my God. I, I I I'm just looking at this thing going, Have you had one yet? Have you seen these?
0: No. You know what? I'm really gonna need to, so where where did you say it was? Was it I forget, was it lost? Lost family this is Mark? A Lawson <laughs> thing. All right. So this news, I mean it's coming, you know, this is hot off the press. This is like yesterday's news, so <laughs> I'm going to have to take a trip to Lawson's I'll tell you and um see if I can dig it up.
1: It does say this... limited
0: limited to Lawson stores nationwide
1: though. So it's 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 uh it's everywhere.
0: Wow. Now in Lawson convenience stores the drink perfectly replicates Pablo's Moorishly Melty Cheese Tart in liquid form. <laughs> I don't know I mean I gotta try it, but I'm wondering, like what what's your take on this uh I, I've noticed there's been this is the most sort of extreme example I've seen, but um this sort of tendency to liquefy things.
1: Yeah, and I love it. I love everything about Japan wanting to liquefy liquefy everything. Um, yeah and uh, the idea that a cheese tart. Here's what I love about Japan. Something has become uh, so popular mm-hmm. that they see an opportunity to. Um, this will not be a permanent item. This is sure. this. No, no. This will not be. Yeah, uh, you know, this will not live on forever. Right. They're going to just squeeze as much cheese out of this tart as they can for maybe, I don't know, what do you think?
0: This will be off the shelves in a month or something like this? I think it's got a, at most a month, yeah. it's. But you're right. And it, The thing is, is they're not trying to make a, a permanent item out of this. They're okay with it just being this, like, one-month, two-month item. And that's part, that's part of the genius. And really, I mean, of all convenience stores, but I think especially Lawson has a sort of tendency mm. to take on these wild items. That was a
1: great point because um I think 7-Eleven, you know, they, they uh they are they've been leaning hard into their own brand for many years. Mm-hmm. Family yeah. Mart, um yes, uh still doing some experimental stuff, but um, mm-hmm. you know, very much settled into their into their thing the comfort zone. Yeah. Comfort zone. But no, I think, I think Lawson is the right convenient to be doing this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, man, I got to, I, I'm just, I'm just looking at the article here and they're even talking about the label here. I just so the lid of the drink shows a bird's eye view of a tart with filling, oozing out of the overhanging label. Seeing this reminds drinkers of taking a bite of a real sizzling Pablo cheese tart. (laughs) Man, that is Japan in two sentences right there. I mean, just trying to squeeze every bit of emotion,
0: feeling out of a label. Out of a label, yeah. I gotta. I, I followed this uh, this magazine, Grape Japan, and and hats off to um, Toby M if he's listening, because this is this is Pulitzer Prize winning. This is top of the line. It's as good as it gets. This is true convenience <clears throat> store journalism, and we salute you for your work.
1: Truly, the. The tragedy is he'll never be recognized. for <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, some of the best stuff, some of the best reporting out there. Oh, man. Wow.
0: Okay. All right. So, a lot of stuff going on in the convenience, convenience store world this uh, week. But, um, yeah, I guess we, uh, we're at that time. When we talk about... Uh, Konbini memory, memory time. kombini memory time, yeah. So mm. you started off last week, so I'll start off this week. I was just thinking, you know, I was walking um, downtown at some point, and I saw a poster for uh, Hyakuman Goku Festival coming up. Mm. And uh, Hyakuman Goku Festival is uh, the big festival in, uh, in Kanazawa City, uh, where I'm from, where... Where Matt uh, lived as well, and uh, I think it's in June every month. But um, I have some really special memories of every year. So uh, during the Hyakuman Gogo Festival, it's mainly a parade that goes through the main street mm. of Kanazawa, and after the main parade, they have a uh, they have a sort of a. a dancing in the streets event where everyone does sort of traditional dance. Um, and it's it's just tons of people. I mean, it's, you know, I don't even know, which is thousands of people, right? Mm. Just filling the streets, dancing to these uh, to these songs. And I remember every year going down to see the dancing in the streets and right at the one of the good places to watch it, there's a convenience store. <laughs> It used to be a Circle K, now it's a Family Mart, and I remember going in there, grabbing a beer, and mm. just standing in front of the convenience store, drinking the beer. Mm. You know, during the festival time, everybody's drinking out in public, so it's okay. But uh, and just watching everybody sort of dancing through the streets, and man, that was uh, for me. That's a that's a pretty good convenient memory. Well, that's a Kanazawa-conveni memory right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My goodness.
1: The majesty of that, just sipping sipping back a ski, Yeah. Watching those right. thousands of people in costume go by. Yep. Yep. My oh, God. man. Um, all right. I don't think I can top that.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's uh, – you got me a little shook up there. Yeah, I didn't want to, I know that was going to, that was going to, you know, revive some memories in you as well. So
1: good I, memories of good yeah. old Kanazawa. Well, uh, same prefecture, different, different place though. Um, going up to Benoto, mm-hmm. where, uh, the Noto, where you lived. You lived for a right. year in a town mm-hmm. called Suzu. I lived in a town called, uh, called um, Noto. And uh, I had a roommate, uh, not a roommate, but a neighbor, a neighbor on, on a program called the Japan exchange and teaching program, very popular way of moving to Japan, teaching English. Mm -hmm. She was from New Zealand, her name, Nicola. Mm -hmm. And um, there's not a lot to do in the noto. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember Nicola and I, it was the winter where there's Mm -hmm. almost nothing to do Mm -hmm. in the noto. And um, we thought, what could we do tonight? What is there to do? We're in the middle of nowhere, just surrounded (laughs) by rice paddies and uh, the (laughs) Japan sea. And we realized that the only thing to actually do was go to the Circle K. Oh, yeah. About a 10-minute drive. And... um, That's what we did. Uh, Hopped into my Daihatsu Mira, which I bought for 400 bucks from Mr. Suzuki, who worked at the (laughs) gas station just down the road and uh, drove to the Circle K and we bought uh, some strong zeros, some beers and uh, just hung out. And that was what you did in the Noto. But, you know, without that Circle K, you know, the answer to what do we do? It would have been uh, nothing. We don't do anything
0: because <laughs> we're here. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. That is a good point. Like the 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 feeling or sort of the significance of convenience stores is very different in the countryside than it is in the city. In the city, it's just like you know, it's every other building is a convenience store, and then you know, and but in the countryside, yeah, that is the that is a center of entertainment. That is a vital hub of, you know, <laughs> culture and entertainment. Vital hub is, uh, absolutely
1: the correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, uh, um, man, this has been great, you know? I, yeah. Yeah. Man, it, it makes me want to get on a, plane and just go to Japan and just start going to the all this
0: mm-hmm. talk About it, man yeah man I one you know we're in some tough days here but uh you know it'll pass eventually and we can get back to the combini. and I it. mean in the meantime in the meantime just you know thinking of all the possibilities you gotta get your hands on one of those pablo cheese things yes that's what i'm talking yes i'm gonna try to get my hands on one of those pablo cheese starts all right man well um dude yep i guess that's it for the um for this week of the conveni boys hey it was great
1: thanks for catching up mike and uh yeah i can't wait to uh talk next week about uh, the latest in the conveni world so thanks right. this was awesome
0: yeah man you too uh stay safe talk to you soon stay safe I up He's a congenie boy. He's a congenie boy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. he's going to the combini. He's talking to his old old friend. He's a congenie boy. He's a congenie boy. He's a He's a He's a He's a congenie boy. He's a He's a boy. Bum, 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 bum. He's a He's a